we have a very special guest who has who has come all the way from Knocknacarra in County Galway. He's probably famous nationally because um, he's a dramatist and he's been, he's been involved with TG Cahar and I'm delighted to be joined by Dermot White, or also known as Dermot De Fuita. Dermot, you're very welcome thank, to the programme. Thank you very much, Derek. Great to be here. No, yeah. thank, thank you very much now for coming all this way down. Um, so look, at, we'll get to your your work in TG Cahar and everything else you've done um, afterwards, but talk to me about uh, being raised in Ennis County Clare and your childhood. What was that like? It was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, born, bred, and buttered in Clare. Yeah, yeah my Kinkora Park. To King Kora, Kora, yes, yeah. my yeah. father's from West Clare, mother's from East Clare. They met in the middle, and five uh, five children later, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the youngest of five, uh, and yeah, grew up in in Kinkora Park, and um, and loved it. I really liked that kind of urban rural mix. You know, I was talking to a fella last night at a gig in Galway last night in St. Nicholas's Church in, in Galway and I was talking to this lad afterwards and do you know it, we were talking about music and whatnot. I said I said, Do you remember the Blues Brothers in there talk about we got both kinds of music around here, country <laughs> and western, you know? <laughs> well King Cora Park was a bit like that, like it was like rock and roll and tread, you okay. know, and it was that kind of urban rural mix, yeah. you know, yeah. that that I really liked, you know. Yeah. So a lot of families would play like uh, Connor Keane, I learned to play the box with Connor. I can't even play the scale on the box now. And of course, Connor's a brilliant accordionist, right? But Connor's older brother then would have been a bassist with uh, a band called Bush Plant. And a lot of the families in Kinkora Park were like that, where you had you had rock and you had trad mixed. And I, I, I liked that. Yeah. yeah. So, OK, you obviously went to school, primary, secondary school. When it came to the leaving cert then... Uh, and you know, ha- having to decide what you want to do after school, how did you decide that? Right, I want to to work in the drama industry. Uh, well, I had no sense at all, uh, so I put down science as my first choice <laughs> in in Galway. And uh, I think what it was is, I suppose, you know, theatre. There was no. My family had no relationship with theatre or anything at all like that, or the performance world. So. It wasn't on our radar. Mm. Sure, I'd done play, plays in school and whatnot, but it, it wasn't something that um, that was part of our lives. And in fact, the first professional play I saw was in the Gate Theatre in Dublin. And I arrived up with my long hair and a pair of patched up denims and locked the locked <laughs> my bike to the to the the, the railings, you know. Yeah. And those people walking in tuxedos. And it was a play by Oscar Wilde, you know, oh, that was so far removed from yeah. where I came from. I thought, right, I'm not doing this again, you know. And that was it. I didn't go to another professional play for uh, three or four years. Yeah. Um, but what it was, was I had done plays in school. And what happened was somebody on Common Dramaicht, which is the Irish language version of Dramsock. So I was doing studying botany in UCG. And it was a bit of a clique, the the common drama, but uh, somebody fell out uh, of a play. They couldn't do it for whatever reason, and so they were stuck. And they asked me to jump in, and it was in Trail by Muradni Grada, Clare woman, uh, which is on the Leaving Cert syllabus now. Great play, um, and I did it, and um, and not only did I do it, but I could feel that I was connecting with the audience. I could feel I was connecting with them in a way that others in the cast didn't seem to be. And I remember a fella came up to me afterwards and said, Jesus, you're good. And it wasn't even arrogance, but I actually, I kind of thought, 
Yeah, no, I am good at this. And I, and not only that, but it means something to me. Absolutely. Well, I mean, these are these are a CBS and initial and Yeah. So your career, that was the start of your career in in drama. Yeah. And it progressed, and you performed locally and internationally yeah. in places such as Barbican in London. Oh yeah, that was yeah. great. Actually, yeah. I I did well. I that that Barbican gig was actually with Coltus. All right. That was okay. the uh, the National Folk Orchestra. Yeah. Uh, and it was part of the 1916-2016 commemoration. Uh, and yeah, so myself and Sienna Campbell, who you probably know, uh, we co-narrated um, this suite of music. Um, beautiful. It's great to work with a fine bunch of musicians. So, so that was it. Yeah, no, we 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 set up a professional Irish language touring theatre company while we were still in college, and it kind of took off from there. Mm-hmm. That was it, and everything I did then t- took off. Took and off you've there. been involved in plays yeah. such as uh, Padraig O'Connor. Yeah, uh, or O'Connor. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. and then someone <coughs> who'll watch over me by Frank McGuinness. Yeah, and. Uh, You've also you okay, and going on to your. T- I'm just conscious of time now. Going on That's to your right, your yeah, T G Catter yeah. uh, role. Yeah. You narrated uh, the award-winning series on Viren about the burn. That's I, right. I thought yeah. it was a very good program. Thanks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. very much, Terry. Yeah. yeah. And I was really and for me, you know, I'm very very proud of my Clare roots. Yes, you know, of course and, you are, yeah. and, uh, and you know, so when I was when I was asked to do that, you know. Yes, for, oh, completely, yeah. completely. Yeah. You didn't no, have to be asked twice. I, I, and I didn't even need to, like, we didn't even discuss money or anything. Like, it was just, yeah, no, yeah. I'll do that. Definitely. You know, yeah. send me the script now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it was lovely. And I'm, I fell in love with the burn when I was five years old. I remember it distinctly. I remember walking out of the caravan. We um, went up to Fenor with the caravan there. And I remember walking out of the caravan in the morning and just being blown away by the place mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. now I did meet a fellow from Limerick once upon a time who asked me what do you think of the burden and I said I'm, I love it that it and he says all I can see is fucking rocks <laughs> <laughs> and I thought okay <laughs> if that's your attitude but anyway you know um, and come here you won many awards in you won um the IFTA yeah. award for your role in the Corp Plus Annum series. What's that? Corp Plus Annum was a, 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 a series, so basically it was a journalist who is digging up the dirt, <coughs> uh, essentially. But his approach was more like a detective almost. So a lot of people presumed it was a detective series. You know, yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. A, a lot of people used to come up to me and say... Um, God, you were great in that detective role, da 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 da. But he was actually a journalist. But it was, I suppose, the pacing of it was very much like that, yeah. you know, cop thriller kind of genre, you know. And that uh, was was that on T.G. Cahar? That was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was in T.G. Cahar, and it's been, it's, it's, it was on in some channel in the states. It was on in on. There's an indigenous channel in Australia that it was on. Uh, and I think in New Zealand as well. So it's uh, yeah, it's 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 it has it has travelled, you know. Does um, it reflect a, a, an increasing status for Tina G? Is that your? Oh, opinion? I think so. I mean, I think some of the drama output from T G Cahar is is. Is as good as any, absolutely, absolutely. And I was, I was out in the Basque country. I spent two months there on a a kind of a writing exchange and talking to some of the writers and and people involved in in film out there. 
um, they were adamant. They said, they said, we can write stories like this, but we don't have the actors that can actually perform like that. They said, you're, the standard is, is way up there. And that's, that's down to the years of, you know, developing from drama workshops and schools yeah. all the way up through, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're quite committed to drama, you know. And I think in a way that, you know... To be honest, I think they've they've shown RTE up, you know, Indeed. and so, RTE yeah. have started yeah. now doing more drama, but yeah. I think it's on the back of being shown up really what by would the, What, what by would be the mission statement of Tina G in general? I don't know, because I'm not, I'm a hired gun basically, so um, I'm, you know, I'm not an employee what you're of, of <laughs> TGK. Oh God, no, I'd never be like that, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. And I've lost a few jobs uh, uh, because of my mouth or opinions. Yeah. Uh, but... I, I mean, I think their mission statement, I think really what T.G. Carr are doing are, um, is public broadcasting, really. And mm -hmm. that's RTE's brief. Uh, but I think um, uh, T.G. Carr are more close to that. And I mean, T.G. Carr have formed a great relationship like with the GAA, uh, with rugby, mm -hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I know? was looking, mm -hmm. their sports output is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And of course, I mean, that, that does have a knock-on effect, I would imagine, on the language as well. Because whether you're watching, we'll say, Gaelic games, you're watching rugby, you're watching the Tour de France, you're, you're boxing. I saw them last week had, yep. a, had a boxing tournament on mm. from, from Belfast, I think. Absolutely. And um, the thing is, they're into it. They, so the, the people who are actually covering it are into it. Sean von Branagh, um, like who was on Radio Nagaeltic for, for years, and Sean was hugely into boxing. You know, there's a tr there's a great boxing club back in um, Camus Rosmuk in in Connemara. You know, mm -hmm. so there's a huge boxing tradition there. Sean Mannion, I don't know if you remember yes. back in '84, '85, thereabouts. You know, the Southie, South Boston. Yeah. You know, but he mm. was he was a Rosmuk man. You know, yeah. so there's a huge and of course then you've got the 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 footballing football is huge in the Gaeltacht in, in particular. You know, mm -hmm. uh, because and, of the geography. And know. come here, when I was researching you there, I came across. Um, an article from the Irish Independent, and the question that was asked to you is, "What is the most important lesson about money with your with your career?" <laughs> and then you you responded that I should have listened to my parents when they told me that I ought to get a real job. Correct. <laughs> so, correct. So, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, exactly what it says in the tin. You know, uh, is there I, not is there not enough money in the drama industry? Oh, there is, yeah. I don't have it, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Like no, it's, it's a very difficult. It's crazy. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's insane, and you're you're co completely at the whims of others, and um, yeah. you don't know from one day of the week to the next if you're going to be working or not. Yeah. You know. And where does Ross Ross Naroon come into the whole story? As Jack, yes, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. So I you, was on, you, I was on the pilot. Yeah, 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 I was on the pilot program for that, and yeah. then on the on the series, I did about seven years in total on that series. But yeah. it was that was really important. Because and that's more the thing I'm interested in, I suppose, is that that helps I think to progress things in Ireland, particularly in regards to um, marriage equality, gay rights, etc., etc. Yes, 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 yes. That was a gay couple, and and like you know, TG Carr, hats off to them. You know, they had the I think it was the first gay kiss, first gay bed scene, first gay wedding of any soap in the British Isles. And they're coming you from know? Connemara. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Straight out of, straight out of Connemara, yeah. No, there you um, go. No, mm. we, we actually have a, an Irish song that you're going to sing here. We have it pre-recorded here. Great, um, my voice is a little bit <laughs> from the gig last night. Um, we'll actually talk about it in a minute, but we'll just press play here first and we'll see. Okay, I hope it'll work this time. Yeah, hopefully, Dara. please, guys, yeah.
I'll sing it live. now, that song there is sung by you, Dermot, and uh, that song was from your, I suppose, your project you did on Gaelic Songs of Clare, yeah. and it's called Duocus is Dorcas, and you revived, is it 125 to 130 Irish language songs from the county? Yeah, I'd, um, I, I got a, a, a research grant from the Irish Traditional Music Archive and Clare Arts Office. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a scheme called Doula. And, um, and I started looking at Irish language song from County Clare and there is tons of material out there. And I'm still at it and I'll probably be at it for the next 20 and it years. And it's been lost for years, I suppose. No, well, yes and no. Michael Russell used to, some of the songs I found Michael Russell used to sing, there was native Irish speakers in County Clare uh, right into the early 1990s, yes. you know. Um, and again, I mentioned Fenor earlier. I remember old Mrs McCormick speaking Irish to me. And she was a native speaker, and that's back in the 70s, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's longer gone out of East Clare. Uh, certainly, but even um, you know, I found songs from East Clare. They found a couple of songs from the Cratlow area, written by people from Cratlow. Um, I found one up around uh, Flagmount, um, and uh, there's um, uh, another one. Um, uh, the actually um, Sean Eirach O'Shanachain was uh, from Tulla, and he wrote one of the big Munster Shannon songs on on Buchal Cuell Dove. You know, so there's okay. there's amazing you, material out there. Moth McGoin. Uh, oh, yes. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Know him, know him well, yeah. With Tasha. Tasha Fos Bill. Tasha Fos Bill, yeah. Tasha Bill Goni. Ma Vulan Tush Nachtles, uh, Tour Kiddy, my. The Vanacht. Yeah, Dilemation, Keen to Dad. Long times, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, myself and Tomas McCone were nearly thrown out of a pub in London, the Cricklewood Hotel. Now, we were residents, we were after doing a show there, uh, but 21 coppers arrived into the place because some fella had an epileptic fit outside yeah. and it was St. Yeah. Patrick's Day and they thought, right, uh, the Irish are kicking off uh, when it was quite the opposite. And Tomas, of course, didn't have sufficient English and one of the bobbies <laughs> came up to him and he said, right, finish your drink, mate, and leave, please. And Tomas said, no, I'm staying here. <laughs> and he says, no, you're not. Finish your drink and leave. No, says Tomas. I'm staying here. And next thing, he starts grabbing Tomas. So I go over, and next thing, the copper turns on me, and he's kind of going, here, you stay out of it, mate. <laughs> you know, and I, so I said to Tomas in Irish, you know, I said, you know. 
Yeah. Because I'm just thinking <clears> of school now. Uh, we had foreign students in our school there last year. They are able to speak five languages fluently. Yeah. And we're struggling to speak Irish. Yeah, so what's, what do you think is the problem? It's the worst taught subject in schools. Uh, the other thing I would say, though, however, is, and uh, thank you for complimenting my fluency, but, you know, uh, I mentioned Conor Keane earlier, a box player. The reason Conor is a good box player is because he kept at it. And he's given it an awful lot of time. And if you want to be, I met a fella last night in, in the pub saying, oh, I'd love to be able to speak Irish. Do you know, if I had a, if I had a fiver for every time yeah. somebody says that to me, you know, great, you want to be able to speak Irish? Well, put the work in. Do yeah. it. Do yeah. it. I, I think we should um, be uh, driven to speak it speak it rather than actually writing it on paper learning all the well, no the I disagree I disagree I think you need both you know I mean languages are written and spoken so yeah. I what I would say is that from primary school all children should be learning three languages so English Irish plus French German or Spanish or whatever and yeah. um, my you know um, I you know I know plenty of children who are bilingual and trilingual without effort you know yeah. uh, but it needs that needs to come from the government too you know um, I mean it's shocking I was over in Luxembourg for six months every child in Luxembourg has four languages fluently you know um, and here you know we're trying to we're you know we're it's it's we're shockingly bad in terms of uh, language here you know and you know that that needs to change you know but it needs to change through the board uh, ed, uh, and borrow the Irish as well you know and uh, yeah. Department of Education etc yeah. you know and, and just, mm. just I'm very sorry now we're putting pressure on you mm. um, just briefly 30 seconds. Uh, mm. What are your plans now for, for the future? My plans for the future? Oh, I'm hoping to spend as much time as I can on the uh, Irish language songs of County Clare because I get such a buzz out yeah. of it. And it's a great opportunity to meet people all over the county and musicians and singers as well, you know. And your aim is to return uh, to Clare as well, to live here? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And and then various uh, various projects. I w I'd like to do a film version of uh, a short story by Parik O'Connor, uh, Nora Varkashvig, a beautiful short story. Massive so, Yeah, Massive <laughs> is 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 another well it's a beautiful short story that Indeed. you know I don't think we'd make a film out of it but we could <laughs> short film maybe uh, so about, a lot of projects about, like that yeah. how about a film mm. on Crane Killer uh, has been done already yeah really? there's yeah there's a film on Crane Killer has been has been done in fact I was quoting uh, Martin O'Kine who wrote Crane Killer yeah. last night at the the event uh, I was um, involved with in Galway uh, yeah, an amazing man, an amazing brain, Martin O'Kane. Yeah, mm. yeah. The the Martin O'Kane would be known as, I suppose, the James Joyce of oh. the Irish language. You know, on the Acre in Vinwood, on the Acre Hishkins. You know, which are look Finnegan's Wake is kind of hard to understand too. You know. <laughs> well, listen, dear mate, it was yeah. a pleasure. Absolutely. Having you and unfortunately, we were running out of time. Mm. We'll definitely have to have you back here again. So go to Mila Mila Magwood. Nasa Sam Mila Falchirot down. Mila Falchirot. Great to have you.